This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host. Blake Horseman. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today we're talking to Cody Calafuri. Cody is the runner up of Big Brother 16 and the winner of Big Brother All Stars. He is also one of only three players to make it to the final two twice. We talk about his time on the show and how a contestant's famous pop star sister drove the ratings up what it's like to have just enough celebrity, and what he's been doing since the show, including working on his acting career and his role in the Amazon Prime series, New Dogs, Old Tricks. Here's our chat with Cody Calafuri, Behind the Rose. Thanks for joining us, Cody. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, appreciate it, Blake. Appreciate it. We're excited to have you on, man. I always enjoy this because when it comes to like other, obviously I've been in reality world now. Yeah. Coming on three years. So like, I always like to see like other shows and other viewpoints on that. So I'm excited, man, because I just honestly just kind of got into Big Brother Honestly, in the last like year, maybe two years, and it's fascinating to me, man. It is yeah. fascinating. Yeah, this is my second season. Yeah, so I started watching a little bit earlier. I started watching like around season twelve. That's when I started getting into okay, it. Okay, so I was gonna so, ask that. Like, were you a fan of the show before you went on it? Yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's kind of normal in, in that world. Yeah, yeah. So I was a, a big fan of the show. My dad was actually like a super fan, and so my dad was like watching since season one, like all all in on it because he was like a Survivor fan. They started watching Big Brother. And so when somebody had approached me, it was never a thought of mine to do anything like this. And so I graduated college. I was 23 and somebody approached me about it. And I was like, dude, I love the show, Big Brother. And when I told my dad, he was like, you have to do it. So that's kind (laughs) of what like jumpstarted the whole like process. And so I was like really hyped up to, I mean, get on, getting on the show is not what I thought was going to happen, but it was cool to, you know, go through the process, the casting and and all that. It's definitely the biggest social playing game. I think out of all reality. Oh, by far. I love the strategy and survivor. I would say is the other one um, because it's just different because it's a way shorter period, um, but it's way more taxing on your body. Like survivor players, yeah. like they come back and like, there's like bacteria. Cause you're in the lives. elements. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. They have, like, diseases like, and, like, yeah. I'm like, and that's why I'm like, I couldn't, that's the <clears> one show, like all the other shows, you know, like that I've watched because I've, I've been a reality show junkie for a long time. Mm. And so all the other shows that I've watched, I'm like, Survivor's one that I, I wish I could, but I cannot do. I cannot do that show. Yeah. That's yeah, just, yeah, it's so just physically brutal. taxing. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a different level. And I think that's why in, in Big Brother, I, I think you have to be a bit of a fan of the show, at least to be successful on it. Because Bachelor Nation, you can hop totally. on and have no idea what you're doing. But Big Brother, right. I feel like it's a completely different game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bachelor and Bachelor's a show that I've I've watched quite a bit. My girlfriend is like a oh yeah their bachelor um bachelor fan she's like we'll definitely have to get into that then yeah but uh (laughs) but yeah it's it's it really does help and it helps like because you can tell like the people when they come on big brother and it's like oh like yeah like i was out at a club and like the casting director because like they run into people in la all the time yeah and so they're like oh you'd be good for the show and uh those people come on the show and they definitely have a harder time 
um, than the people that are like fans of the show that like kind of know mistakes that other people in the past have made right. and are able to like kind of like learn from that and go, you know, yeah, but exactly, not to say yeah. anything because one of the best players that have played the game is kid Paul Abraham. Abraham, I think his last name is. He uh, never saw the show, came on, went to the final two, went to the final two the next season at just oh, wow. number one. Yeah, he was a beast. He'd never know the show. Never knew the show. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So you were you were obviously on, you know, your first season was um, Big Brother 16. Were you just at a point in your life, I guess your real life, if you will, that yeah. you just kind of were like, you know, what, I'm going to take this opportunity. Like, did, did everything just kind of line up for you? Totally. Um, yeah. That's exactly what happened. I was working. So I was working on the weekends. I was dancing or like party motivating, hosting bar and bat mitzvahs. And then during the week, I was a sales rep for ADP. So I was working like six oh, days wow. a week, every, awesome. yeah. every week. Yeah. I was 23. I was right out of college. And so I was like, I'm just going to work. I was coaching some teams. That I kind of like stopped that because like the full-time gig plus the weekends, I was like, I need, I need some time. Um, and I was kind of like burning myself out as crazy as that yeah. is. I was two years out of college, but I was like, I was like miserable. I was like, man, is this all like I'm going to be doing? I'm just working. I work all week and in a sales job, my hours were like, you don't really have hours. It's like, well, no, if you yeah. want to make more money, like work past six o'clock, work to like yep. eight o'clock. And so I was just kind of burning myself out. And um, I was working a party on the weekend and some like affiliate to the casting was like, hey, um, I do uh, casting for this show. I, I like help out. Would, would that be something that you're interested in? I was like, yes. He was like, go to this link send me your information so that I could like keep track of it on my end and like just fill out everything. And I was like, what do I have to lose? Like I was kind of like burning myself out and I was like, this would be a cool, like cool break. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would be like a cool reset. Like, I don't know. It was weird. I, I didn't, I didn't want to quit my job because I thought that would look bad on my resume, but I thought going and doing something else would like allow me to be like, okay, well I could come back and I'm not going to go back to that job. I'll just find a different job that I like more. Gotcha. Um, and then all, honestly, I went on the show and now I haven't even looked back. Like I'm in a completely different path in my life that yeah. if I hadn't gone on the show, I would never be, I would never Isn't be that wild to think like that decision, man, completely changed the trajectory of your life in so many different ways, you know, totally. It's crazy. Cause especially because you got, you got runner up, um, right. on that, on that six, mm -hmm. season 16, right. How did your life kind of change after that, man? Cause I mean, I, I you know, I kind of understand it to a degree, yeah, but big brother totally fans do. are, but big brother fans are pretty crazy, man. They're pretty, yeah. pretty passionate. <laughs> I, I say the one show that the fans are bigger and more passionate is the bachelor because yeah. the fans are wildly passionate, but big brother, it was crazy, man. It was a lot of like going around meet and greets, a lot of traveling, doing stuff like that stuff that I never in a million years thought would even come post show. Mm -hmm. You know, some people go on the show and they were like, they were like, bro, we're going to be huge. Like people are going to love us. And I'm like, dude, like we're going to come off and like in another year, it, it is what it is. Like, mm -hmm. but like we came off and because we had Frankie Grande on our season, mm -hmm. it was like, it was a whole new because Ariana was like constantly live tweeting it, constantly going on, following up with the show. And she was just like rising to stardom, like the ultra pop star that she is. Right. And so like the show kind of had this out of control rating and brought in this whole new demographic. So when I came off, man, it was chaos. Like I was not expecting it. It was weird. It just was it was a lot to take in. That's super interesting that that literally like one person made such a big difference in ratings. I mean, and for you guys, like it helped everybody yeah. involved in the situation. Yeah, totally. Wow. It that is pretty more, cool. It made us totally more known. Our, our ratings were big brothers ratings are pretty high, you know, usually, but the, mm -hmm. our season had a lot of big personalities. Frankie was one of them. Mm -hmm. um, but then we just meshed really well. My first season was such a perfect concoction of like reality TV personalities in one house for three months that 
it kind of helped all of us and all of us kind of like my boy Zach and I, we were doing meet and greets all over the place. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was, it was wild. Nothing I ever expected, but it was definitely, it was, it's pretty cool to kind of get a taste or like a feel of the other side. Like what some of these celebrities go through, like all the time, like mm -hmm. we got like a little, little, like small hint of it for a period. And then it yeah, goes, yeah. You know, like if I could take one thing away from it, I'm like, dude, that was the coolest thing. Like, yeah. Walking did a meet and greet like walking in a room and like young girls were like crying and like dude yeah i was like what the <laughs> yeah, right, it yeah. is man that's how i feel because i work with a lot of nfl athletes the top athletes yeah in the world. and i'll walk in a room with like von miller nobody knows like yeah. unless you're in denver if you're yeah. like outside of denver you're not going to recognize them but walk in with like blake or anyone from the yeah Bachelor, the beatles the beatles just walked in the building yeah it's you know, or backstreet boys it's insane it is crazy that's why i say the bachelor is totally i think even bigger because i think the the viewers and everything and just everything is bigger and and it's just more yeah like there's people where somebody will come up to me and be like oh my god you're amazing i can't believe i'm meeting you right now and then the friend right next to them will be like I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, right, and I'm like, yeah. I, I get dope. that all the time. <laughs> I know, man. bro. It's like my favorite. I'm like, I dope. Like that's fire. I, you didn't yeah. have to say that, but I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I mean? My favorite thing to watch, like when I'm out with these guys, is like when the guys come up to the bachelor yeah. guys. Oh yeah. And they're the fans. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. That's those are my favorite. Uh -huh. Like if a guy comes up and is like, "Bro, I loved you on the show. I have to take a picture to show my girlfriend." Like she's dude. Yeah, that's my favorite. Like, Yo, this dude's the man. Like that makes yeah. me so cool. exactly. I'll never forget when I got recognized by a guy for the first time, and it was I was at the gym, and yeah. this just yoked guy came. And I thought he was gonna like I don't know, like you know, say something about my lifting technique. And he's like, <laughs> "Big fan, man, big fan." He's like, "I love that show." I was like, "Yes," you know. I was like, "That's awesome." Uh, it gets you all hyped up. But I, I I think Wells said it best. He says, you know, we're not celebrities. We're just like recognizable. Yes. And I think it's the perfect amount of quote unquote celebrity because living like that 24 seven would be horrible. Like I we get a taste of it. You kind of get a lot of it. And then it kind of slowly, you know, gets a little yeah. bit better as you move on. So I yeah. think it's like just the right amount of celebrity because yeah. some of these people that get followed by pop and like all that is just like, dude, I can't. Yeah. Like, like I can't know. imagine. And that's what the thing was, is like even going out and like being at dinner, like people would come. And again, like you said, it's like spot on. It, it fades. Right. Cause like mm -hmm. for me, it's, I was on big brother and then I wasn't. And so like the new cast comes out and then yeah. they get, you know, and unless you kind of grow and build into your own kind of platform or your, yeah, your own, own like entity, entity, you're just a person from big brother until mm -hmm. the next people from big brother come. So yeah. Cause they're, they're consistently rebranding. Correct. And your window Correct. is just super short. Yeah. yeah. It is definitely cool to experience it. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. So when you, you came off that first season, were you, were you single when you came off season 16? What did dating yes. look like for you? Coming um, off that. I know it's not easy. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, well, the th <laughs> other thing was, is like I came off and and like I, I moved right back home. And so it was like my boys and I like I have a very tight group of friends that are like mm -hmm. my best friends from like elementary school, middle school, high school. Three of my boys I went to college with. So it's like these guys like we go out all the time. And like I just wanted to be single. I was in a relationship from my my junior year of college up until right before I left for Big Brother. And so I wanted to be single. So it was just like going out there and, and meeting new people. And, and, you know, I was always traveling to these meet and greets and yeah. that's a little different because, you know, it's kind of, it's a lot different. You're not going to go and, you know, I don't know. You just don't want to get yourself in trouble, Yeah. but like going out and um, meeting new people was what I was all about. And then honestly, the next year it's crazy. I, I didn't want a girlfriend. I wanted to be single. I just wanted to enjoy everything. And then the next summer I met my girlfriend. Yeah. We've been together for over four years, almost five years now. Yeah. 
And so. honestly, like for coming off the show, it is hard to be in, in like a regular relationship because you are traveling all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you are, I remember I, I was doing, you know, two, three cities a week, almost kind yeah. of thing, you know, colleges and bars yeah. and things. So it is hard, but that worked out. That's pretty cool. So it took, I mean, and that was right when it was probably starting to slow down a little bit for because you. Because the new season, her. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the new season came out. So I was still like, again, like you become a little more fresh when the new season comes out. It gives you a little like boost again everybody was like oh man i remember i wonder what cody's saying about this season so it kind of brings people back to like you're back in like the forefront a little bit but uh yeah it was kind of fading a little bit and then uh, i met her and it, it's just it's a crazy you know like it's just a random story where yeah. we met but i had that whole year of like you know i was bouncing around a lot and i yeah. think we met right at around the perfect time where I was getting back to, I had just started bartending. I was coaching again. I didn't go back to the sales stuff, but like I was starting to like work, getting more of a normal routine. Cause gotcha. like, you know, yeah. like when you're bouncing around every week, you can't work that same like full-time job. My boy, Derek from big brother 16, he was doing all this stuff and essentially had to retire from being a cop at 30 because it was like, you don't have any more time off, dude, either retire early or like, yeah, you're going to have to not go to this opportunity that he has to take in order to work. And so yeah. You can't no, I, yeah, I got to the point I worked for about six months and I got to the point where I was basically losing money by yeah. having a sales job. I was like, you know, right. I'm like, I'm, I could get paid more than you know, on a Wednesday yeah. night and, you know, yeah. San Diego than I could yeah. for a month here, you know? So, yeah. So you just get to that point. So it's kind of an interesting, like a roller coaster almost because yeah. you start to get the, like you said, it fades and everything. And that's kind of nice in a way too, but I do want to get into the all-stars uh, mm-hmm. because obviously you crushed that. Um, so we're going to yeah. do that up next. So I want to get into the All-Stars. Did you expect to be invited to that? Was that like something that you expected? Um, so no, because I thought like, I didn't think an All-Star season was happening, right? So I thought pandemic, I was like, they probably, because they start the casting process like a while before. So it's like, they probably have a group of people, like they can still, you know, it's not the same as when you interact with someone in person, but like they can still do a Zoom meeting. They could get cast a cast together of like new people if they get the approval, which I didn't know that that was coming because it just, it just, they got the green light, like very late to do it. So like I got the call, it was beginning of April. Derek had gotten the call end of March. So like I'd known it was starting to happen because Derek got a call and was like, dude, all-star season. I was like, damn, man. I was like, you got the call. So I don't know, maybe, maybe it'll, maybe it'll come, maybe it won't. Right. And it came literally like a week and a half later. And for me, it was like, yeah, I'm all in like hundred percent pandemic. Had, dude, pandemic <laughs> That's had true. shut me down so badly as an independent, con- like mm-hmm. we're independent contractors essentially. Yep. And the work that I was doing, I was doing work in real estate. I was doing work coaching. Like there was, it was a complete shutdown for me. And so I was like, uh oh, like financially, I was like, this is not good at all. Like I wasn't really getting aid. I was like, I was like, this is not good. And then the call came and I was like, done. I was like, I'm going. I was like, I'm going on the show. And honestly, biggest blessing that I've ever gotten in my life, to be honest. Yeah, so that that's was cool. Yeah, that yeah, that's no super doubt. cool. And yeah, how that process works. Did you I guess like mind frame wise, did you approach all stars differently than you did season 16? Yeah. You kind of knew going in like what, yeah, way different. So much. The first time I think just with age, like you grow and you have more experiences, you know how to talk to people. You, you go through like, you know how to play the game. Yeah. And I'd gone through like, and that's just life. Like life teaches you how to handle different situations in big brother. Like I had 
pitched business meetings and gotten beat out by other people. And it's like, you reflect on different things. Was it like my dialogue? Was it this? Was it other things that went wrong? And like, then I started reflecting on my big brother game and was like, where was I going wrong then? And years later, you're able to reflect a completely different way. And I was like, I was, I was very young. I was immature. I was not looking to win big brother. I was just looking to go on big brother. Mm -hmm. And so this time it was, it was a biz like, for me, it was a business trip. I was like, I'm going and I'm not coming back without that money. That money is mine. And I'm going to do whatever I have to do where the first time I was just like me and like just having fun and just loving the new relationships I was forming, but not thinking about game. I was just kind of like being mm -hmm. myself. The second time I was like, you need to be a player. You need to prove that you can get to the end. And then when you get to the end, you need to be prepared to pitch people that you just sent home to vote for you because mm -hmm. there's like situations where people are bitter and don't even want to give you money, even if they yep. think you're the better player, because it's a yep. large sum of money to just walk away with. Mm -hmm. And so I, I knew there was a completely different game that I had to play and I had to be, I still could be myself, but I had to be mentally in a different mind, like a different place to be prepared to play the game and not just, yeah, I couldn't just be Cody. I had to be Cody and play big brother. Gotcha. And so that's okay. what I did the second time around. And again, you know, I can't say I would change anything now because I went to the end of one, but it was, it was yeah. wild. It was yeah. a very stressful, stressful experience this time too. So everything that you took away from season 16, that was the biggest change was the social game. Yeah. Well, going into it, all -Star. It, it's, it's, it wasn't the social game. It was the, um, it was the big brother game. Like the social game was there. Like I can be social with everybody. Like I can get along with the guys. I can get along with the girls. Like that's what, that's what made me so good the first time, but I didn't like, turn that social game into like, what is better for me? I was like, I was always making decisions like, well, I like this person more. Like, why don't I just keep them? Or now when they're going home, I'm kind of pissed. And I'm like, this is stupid because now I'm, there are people that I don't really like as much as them. And the second go around, it was what's best for my game. Like, I like this person, but they're kind of going to hurt my game. So mm. I can cut my ties with them. Like Danny was one of the biggest examples of that. She was one of my best friends, like somebody that was, I was so close with, but it was like, there was a point where I was seeing the game and being like, there is so much revolving around her that is going to crush my game. I have to detach myself as wow. much as that sucked because personally we really got along. I was like, I need to talk a certain way to these people so that they think, Danny isn't someone that I'm like, yeah, I may be personally close to her, but I'm, I'm ready to cut her whenever I can. And that was different things that like helped me in the game. And wow. it's more of that like cutthroat aspect yeah. of the game that I did like not have the first time. I didn't have it. I was unwilling to cross people and it, it hurt when I did and it would make me angry and I'd let my emotions get the best of me where this time I was like, dude, your emotions are out. You want to win this game. You got you to gotta have your emotions out. And if the relationships grow outside of the game it's because they respected your game and they still like you as a person yeah. and it did like yeah. i had the conversation with danny like the day after her and i still are in constant communication this day to this day like just talking like friends enzo same thing like so it's you know tyler was somebody that i crossed and we were tight yeah. still talk to him his girlfriend angela is still like awesome with my girlfriend so it's like you know, you get those relationships. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool too because like Big Brother is obviously different in that aspect where like people respect you. If you, you know, you play the game right, people are going to respect that. And I like that aspect of Big Brother. So when it came to each season, which one did you enjoy more? You know, obviously the ending was different for both, but which yeah. one did you enjoy the process? 
The process was definitely 16 because all-stars was, it was, it was stressful. Like 16, I went on. And a lot of times what people say is like it, you, like some people lose weight when they go in the big brother house and some people gain weight because you're Mm -hmm. sitting around a lot. You're not doing anything but eat. You stress eating. Then you yeah. Sit, yeah. So like for me, the first time I gained a lot of weight and it's because I wasn't really stressed. I was enjoying it. Like Derek was the guy that was kind of like making decisions. He lost a ton of weight on big brother. Hmm. The second go around, I lost like over, I lost over 10, I think it was like 12 pounds because I was like extremely stressed out every day, lack of sleep. Like my mind was racing. It would take me like three and a half to four hours to just go to sleep at night. And then we would have to be up. So it's like, if it took me four hours to go to sleep, I'd get five hours of sleep, like period. And so like I was losing weight because I was stressed. And so the experience itself, 16, but the outcome, obviously, right. all stars. Absolutely. Yeah, man, that gets just you talking about the stress. It gets my heart racing because I know yeah. what that's like, man. Like Dude. I know what that's like. Lack of sleep, right? the stress, the anxiety. Woo. And it's like, you get it because like when you go into the producers and they ask you something, you're like, wait a minute. And then you walk out and you can't talk to anybody about it. I don't know if it's the same way, but it's like, they ask you stuff and you're like, man, hold on. Cause they did a really good job. The producers do a good job of just letting you like word vomit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they'll like pick and be like, Oh, well, let me, let me touch on that. Cause that's kind of, they just said something that is what I want to touch on, but yep. they said it. So now I'm going to touch on it. See, they make you think that you brought it up when really they wanted to bring it up the whole time. It's brilliant. And, yeah. and then, and then you walk out and you're like, wait, what the fuck is going on in this game? Do I have to read? But then I would do a good job of like being like, you know what? I can't let anything bother me. I need to keep playing my game. And that's what I think a lot of people in Big Brother, they get in trouble because the producers aren't like telling you what to do, but they're asking you questions and they're grilling you on everything. And then you go out and second, like have second thoughts. And then you cause yourself paranoia. And Big Brother, that's like catastrophic. That hurts you. And so- what I did a good job of this season was like none of that, like none of that secondhand paranoia from after being in the DR. I let that affect my game. I just was like clean, like just come out and play. Yeah. So, but it's, it's That's, crazy. It's stressful, yeah, it is man. crazy, man. I think it's more, I, that might be more stressful than, you know, bachelor shows. It sounds like, so what is like your proudest moment? I think, cause it sounds like you were very self-aware of this, you know, and all stars obviously knew what you were doing. Yeah. Like what is something that you're like, I'm glad, you know, like you, you respect yourself for and you're proud of throughout the, um, one of the biggest things, honestly, is, um, when I took Enzo over Nicole, um, I'm not proud of it in the sense of like, oh, I'm happy I took Enzo because burning Nicole, like her and I were just as close as I was with Enzo. Okay. Um, so it, it was almost bitter, but like sweet because I was so tight with Enzo and it was just like, it, it was like Nicole went on 16, came off loved went on her second season and won. And that was on her third. Enzo went on his first season, came off like liked and really didn't get a chance to like prove himself, like get to the final two. He, he could have made a decision that probably would have put him in the final two and didn't, didn't get that opportunity. And then he was like, he had his kids at home and and he would always like talk about things. It just made me feel better that I didn't burn him as hard as it was to burn Nicole. Like I would have felt terrible burning both of them, but I felt like, you know, like Enzo, I, I brought him to the final two and he like, 
it's just you could see it like this was like he was always like so hard nosed and like it's mm-hmm. like oh, yo, I rap in yeah. Bayonne, I grew up blah blah blah, all this shit. And then all of a sudden it was <laughs> well, like plus if you didn't take him, the mafia was gonna come after you. So. Yeah, possibly the Bayonne mafia probably <laughs> coming after me. You know, but it just was like it was so cool to see his reaction and it was so authentic that it was like I felt proud. Yeah, super genuine. Yeah. And so I was like proud of myself in that moment, as hard as it was to do it to Nicole. It just was going through my head. I was like, this girl has won. She's got this money is in her bank account already. Like mm-hmm. this guy. Yeah. And when he was on his first time, like they didn't get like this extra money and their their stipends weren't like that. And it was just like this guy, like the difference between third and second is a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, it's just giving them the opportunity to like at least like, you know, show can I win? Like, let me talk about like give you the reasons and um that was, I think that was probably one of the more proud moments that like I gave yeah, that absolutely. opportunity to him. Yeah. And yeah. And it, I thought it was cool. It's, it was, it's really hard not to like Enzo because yeah. he does, he is super genuine and he is, everything he does seems to come from his heart and it's, it's authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a couple of things about Enzo, because that challenge before, I think it was the final three or for the head of house to get Christmas out. Right. When, uh, was that the night moves? The night moves, the final four HOA. Because at the end of the day, you guys still, accomplish what you guys wanted to do right. is get christmas out right but right. how how pissed were you guys at enzo in that moment i was pretty pissed i i was um in the moment i was pissed but i didn't let it like take over the whole like affecting me and my relationship with him because again that would have been playing and making a decision on emotions when at the end of the day it was still getting what we needed done in one move and then for me as like I was just like, you know what? Like I'm going into the final four veto and it's like beat me or else I deserve whoever beats me if they send me home. And I, I think that was a little bit of like my athletic, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, just like mm-hmm. in a game, it's like, if you want to beat me, take me on. If you're not going to, then like, you don't talk about beating me. And so I was like, you know what? We got the job done. Christmas didn't win the HOH, which didn't guarantee her into the final three. And I still have the opportunity. Like I, I just felt like, you know, I'm going to take everybody on and I'm going to be, I'm going to win the veto. And that was just like what I was running through my head every day. Like, you're not losing the veto. You're not losing the veto. And it was just like that. Like when I would go into like games, it would be like, no one's beating you this game. No one's going to, no one's going to win a header over you this game. No one's going to take the ball off your foot. Like you just repeat stuff. I don't know. There's a psychological aspect. Oh, absolutely. A psychological aspect, you know? And so like, I was like, I was like, you are not losing to a single person in this veto competition. Christmas is going home this week. And so I, I went out. So there was there was that aspect of I was mad, but I was like, don't let that like anger kind of like hinder the relationship. Mm-hmm. And you still have the opportunity to get exactly what needs to be done done in the veto. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm glad you brought up your decision between Nicole and Enzo because I remember watching it and I remember being on Twitter and people were freaking out. Like it was a yeah. big deal. You know, everybody's like, yeah. holy shit, what a move. Like Cody won this. He's got it in the bag. Did you feel at that moment? That only, not only that you would win, but it would be unanimous. Like, did you, no. did you anticipate that? Oh, in the final when I yeah. when I took Nicole, no, yeah, yeah not exactly. at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I did not think it was going to be unanimous because I went into it and I was like playing. I was like thinking about like who do I have a better chance of beating? And I thought in my head, I thought there were guarantees for Enzo and guarantees for Nicole. And in my head, Nicole had more guarantees than Enzo, but Enzo still had guarantees in my head. Right. So like, I was not expecting it to be a 9-0 vote because I thought like Kevin was going to be a guarantee vote to Nicole or Enzo. I was like, there's no way he's voting for me. Um, I thought Enzo had a very good relationship with David. So I was like, David could be 
could be a guarantee for Enzo. I just, I don't know because David and I, I just had put him on the block. Mm-hmm. Enzo didn't. And so I was like, maybe that could affect because David, I thought was a very like young player because he didn't play his first season very long. And then you can make those like, like it's almost, it's not immature. It's just like that, like kind of decision where you're not basing it on game. It's just like, well, uh, he didn't put me on the block. I like Enzo more. David was the one Memphis was headhunting, right? Yeah. David, David had Memphis was, he was going for him like in the, what was it? He nominated him second week. He won the HOH. Yeah. Memphis was going for him right away. He's going from right away. He uh, Memphis did not like the fact that David didn't do well because Memphis is like arrogant, big, big, alpha male ego. And so he looked at everybody else on the show and was like, these people, I feel, deserve to be on Big Brother. He didn't feel like David did. And so because David went home week one on his season. So Memphis had this like, I'm an all star. You know, I'm here. Why is, why is somebody that went home in the first week? Like I went to the final two. I'm part of one of the best duo alliances of all time. And then he, I don't think he viewed that for David. And then he was just really hard on him because that was his personality. Like he's just, you know, he's that guy. Yeah. Um, and so he, he added out for David right from the start. Like he wanted to go after David in his second HOH week. And I was like, why are we going after David? Like, what are we doing? Why is David like a target right now? Yeah. And that's like an example of emotions getting in front of the gameplay. Like you talked about. Yeah. Right. Letting, letting something like that is so it's like, let it go. Why is that something that drives you nuts to target him instead of creating an ally? Like I tried to create an ally with David Yeah. until like we had like the falling out with, you know, between David and Davon and myself, that situation where he went and told something that Tyler and I said, cause we were trying to help him and then it kind of hurt us. So, you know, David was somebody that I just really like, cause I think he's a good person. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. I, he was somebody I wanted to work with, but can't work yeah. with everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a problem. So you, you won uh big brother all-stars, huge deal. And then I want, I want to get in next to kind of what your life's looking like now, what you're up to now. So we're going to do that right after this. Yeah. Basically you, Made all these tough decisions. I mean, you clearly were in the right headspace, man. Psychologically, like, listen to you right now. Like, man, I'm getting, yeah. like, jacked up. Like, I want to <laughs> run through a big roll, man. Like, you got me all jacked up. But it seems like you, obviously, that was your goal. So you you, you won it. How did that make you feel in that moment, man? Because like you said, this was something you were like, I'm going in here to win, not make friends, not, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, I'm going to win. Like, how did that, how did that? Especially because there was a lot of emotion shown between you and Zoe. Right. That- mm-hmm. And Nicole, like, I was, yeah. I was devastated that yeah. I had to do that to Nicole because Nicole, like, after season 16, Nicole's mom and my mom were very, very friendly, like, mm-hmm. very friendly. And so... I just was like, it, it was very tough. Cause in my head, it was not only like, she was like a little sister to me. So I was like, man, I'm burning my sister. Like this is <laughs> brutal. Then I was thinking about like, I know her parents, like I've met her parents. I've met her brother. Like it's very difficult to do that. Cause now it's like, I, I feel like I'm burning her. And it's like, I know it's hurting her parents. And so I was like this, uh, it just, that sucked so bad, but it was part of the game. And I think like dealing with that, and then having to speak and then hearing I won, it like didn't hit me in the way that I thought it would. Like I, I would have thought I would have went nuts. Like, you know, like when you win a game mm-hmm. and like you go nuts, like you, like when we won, we, we won like the state title when I was younger or the short conference when I was in high school, like we went nuts. Like I didn't, I, I was like shocked. I was almost mm-hmm. like an out of body experience. I wasn't like going nuts. And so it was weird, but it was, it didn't hit me. It's still like, I was just gaming with my boys the other night. And these are all like, my guys like love, uh, love big brother. Yeah. And I was like, I said to my boy, I was like, dude, can you believe I fucking won big brother? <laughs> and he was like, dude, I, 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 can't, I can't believe it every single day. He's like, every time I think about it, I can't believe it. Cause like, it like hits me 
in random parts, like random days, like it still hasn't like all like come over me that like I went on this show and I won. And now like everything is completely different. Like I immediately came out of the house, like moved in with my girlfriend, have all these other like I'm, I just started streaming on Twitch, which is this whole thing. I have this team of people behind me doing that. And it's just That's like awesome. cool opportunities that would not be there, like just wouldn't be there. And so I'm like extremely grateful for the producers inviting me back for the casting, even putting me in this situation in the first place. It's just, it's just completely changed my life. And so I, I just love it. No. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Cause I was going to ask you like, do you, cause like there are pros and cons, you know, to being on television and reality television, especially do you, right. do you recommend people go on big brothers? Like this something like if your friend was like, should I do it? You'd be like, yes, do it. Oh yeah. My, my boy. I'm like, bro, your brother was on yeah. big brother as well. Right. Yeah. I think if you're in the right headspace and you're ready to, like you have to be in the right headspace to go on any of these shows because The Bachelor is the same as Big Brother, is the same as The the Challenge is another one that a lot of the Big Brother mm -hmm. people go to, my brother did. And yeah. it's like, if you are not ready to go into this where you understand there are people that are doing their jobs on the other end, these producers have to create a villain. And if you're not going, doing the right things, you can become that person. They yeah. want to create the, like, the, the, the one that everybody loves, you know, the heartthrob, the, the, the strategic genius. They want to, they have all these things that they have to fill. And at the end of the day, it's a television show. If you don't understand that, you can go in and get your head messed with badly. Yeah. And so, uh, but I, if there was anybody that's at recommends it to me, I'd be like, yeah, get yourself in the right headspace, make sure you are. And it's incredible. Like I would never, ever go back and not go on big brother. It's a cool opportunity and it's a blessing and it's a serious opportunity and, you know, it could do something for you that you never yeah. expect. Yeah, I understand that. I think all these shows can. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you, and even if you are, you know, quote unquote, the villain or whatever you want, like it still would change your life forever, you know? Yeah. And, and there's still pros to that even, you know, yeah. like it's, it's, it's pretty yeah. cool to be able to build a fan base and a platform. Yeah, my brother, that's what, that's what I said to him. Like my brother, I say that because my brother was literally the villain on the mm -hmm. season. He went on Big Brother. Didn't understand like what, what is going on, like what came out. And like, there were people that loved him and there were people that like loathed him. Right. And so like it happens because like you can't be there are people that love me and people that loathe me coming off as the winner. And so like if you understand that not everybody's going to like you, it's not a popularity contest. Twitter and social media is the biggest like black hole of just negativity <laughs> if you want to go down that road. But it also has such positives because mm -hmm. there's people that are going to, you know, talk about how much they like you. And so if you're ready for it and you're you're in that and you're not going in to be like, oh, I want everybody to like me. Mm -hmm. you can come off in such a better situation. And it's a cool opportunity. It always is. Bachelor is a cool opportunity. The challenge is cool. A lot of these reality survivors, an incredible opportunity, like Amazing Race, all these different yeah. ones that are on, they're all incredible opportunities like that you would never really just do in your everyday life. It's a cool yeah. opportunity. No, absolutely. I completely agree. So you talked about Twitch and everything. What else, what else are you up to now? You know, since, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think that this your season was, you know, quarantine. So like coming off the season yeah. was a little different for you, obviously, than when yeah. you came off your season 16. Yeah, especially going back to what we talked about earlier. There's no appearances. There's no. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's none of that. Yeah, right. And that that's the that's the tough part. But that's why I like I like Twitch. So I started on uh, I started out on Twitch, which is an, an awesome platform to just like connect. It's almost like a live podcast because yeah. I was like podcasts are I don't know that I have like that. I didn't think I would do well with it, 
But I was like, I like interacting with like people and like, I like having the video and like the face and the reactions and stuff like that. So I was like, I was like, either I want to do a podcast or I want to do Twitch. I want to live stream. And so I chose to go the route. My brother's doing podcasting. I'm doing Twitch. And so okay. Twitch is where I'm going to put a lot of my time. I'm starting off. I do it three times a week. Now that I'm in my new apartment, I'll have more of a schedule, but Twitch is really where my focus is going to be. And then I do, um, I still coach soccer. I coach youth soccer. And so my guys, that was like, I came right back to that. And the pandemic, like we had outdoor sports. So the right. pandemic didn't really hit the sports. They were still going. They were going when I left and mm -hmm. were still continuing when I came back. So I came back and went right back into coaching. Cause these are, these are high school guys, some like eighth grader guys. And I'm like, these are like my guys. I've known them since they were nine years old. Like, I'm not just going to come back and take a hiatus. I wanted to go right back into work. Yeah. So I did that and now I'm, I'm focusing on Twitch and then real estate was another thing I do, but I'm kind of going to let that on the back. I'm doing the coaching. I want to really right. go all in on Twitch and yeah. uh, make sure that um, I'm growing that. So when you say Twitch, do you game on there or do you literally just kind of like interact with people? I, I just interact. Just chatting is one of their biggest like categories. So I do, and I'm a gamer. I've been a gamer right. since, since the, you know, early on in like serious gaming. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been like serious about it. Like I played Call of Duty and SOCOM all the way back when it first was like big. And so I've played a lot, but I like the just chatting aspect because the gaming, it's tough. You can't interact. So unless you're like a professional gamer, it's going to be tough and it's going to take a long time to build up that viewership. Mm -hmm. But if I'm interacting, like there's stuff I can talk about to everybody because a lot of people that watch Big Brother they also dip into The Bachelor. They also dip into The yeah. Challenge. They dip into Survivor. Mm -hmm. So, like, I can come on here and talk about, like, tonight, The Challenge is on. Bachelor was on on Monday. So, I, like, Christy loves talking about The Bachelor. So, I'll come on. I'll talk about The Bachelor tonight. I'll talk about The Challenge when I stream on Friday. So, there's different stuff that I like talking about, but it's just live. And okay. so, I do it that way. But just chatting is probably going to be the bulk of it with, like, some of the – um some of the games where I could still interact with people. Like, gotcha. I don't know if you guys know among us, like these games where you can like interact because people still want to talk and, and mm -hmm. get, and they don't want to just watch you. If they don't love the game that you're playing, they're going to be like, well, why am I sitting here? Yeah, this sucks. Here? Yeah. And so, and that's yeah. what most people like, they're not watching me on Twitch to watch me play video games. So right. I'm doing Twitch the, the way that I think it's going to help me kind of grow it. Gotcha. So do you have any like long-term goals or anything that you're working on down, you know, in the pipeline, all that kind of stuff? Obviously Twitch is your biggest thing right now, but anything yeah, else? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking to get into uh, uh, invest. I'm looking into property investing. I want to see yeah. how that goes in real yeah. estate with that because uh, my buddy does it. He came back from Israel and has been big into property investments. And uh, I'm talking to some guy that I had a contact with, with real estate. And so that's something that I, my long-term goal, because that's like, if you do it the right way, which obviously is like the same with anything you could, you could be making money without making, you're doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. Your hands And that's how, you know, you're, you're doing well is when you can make you know? money when you're sleeping. Yeah. And so that's my long-term goal. And, and I'm hoping that everything that I'm doing right now can build towards that. And, you gotcha. know, so that's, that's something my brother and one of my best friends and I have talked about for, for years and years, since we came out of high school, we wanted to own properties. Okay. And my one friend did it because he committed to it. And my brother and I are, my brother's starting to do it now. And so that's something that's like my long-term goal. And are you still acting? Yeah. Well, so I think Hollywood's, it's starting to open up, you know, and uh, castings were extremely slow. Nothing was happening. Then it was right. self-tapes. And now when yeah. more shows start getting greenlit to like, sh per, like you, we can show and, and there's less restrictions because the restrictions are extremely expensive and it's a lot. It's, it's a lot of added stress to production too. And so I think now if, if, 
shows and things, the, you know, everything starts opening back up acting well, and then I'll be all over that. Like I yeah. love acting. It's incredible. Yeah. And if a lot of our listeners don't know that yeah. you are a star of the Amazon prime series, new dog, old tricks. Yeah. New dogs, old tricks. I have a couple movies on pure flicks or Christmas movies. Um, Ivy and mistletoe. So those are out. You could see those on pure flicks. And uh, I think pure flicks just picked up a, a 10 episode series called welcome to hope. And so I'm going to start working on that. Awesome. So there's, there's always different things. And I, I feel like I keep myself in a position where I don't have to say no to an opportunity that I have no idea. Like, you don't know if you go on an acting gig, if one gig turns into 20 gigs or like, you know, 20 gigs could never like be yeah the big one like yeah. put together, you know, mm -hmm. and there's a small, but like, I like to keep myself open to doing acting. That's why the real estate's going to go like, going to kind of put that on the back burner and then. The acting is always at the forefront and then Twitch and then I still do my coaching. So gotcha, man. Well, you sound like a busy man. You, you sound like a smart guy too. So I'm excited to see what you, what yeah. you got down the pipeline, man. Because <laughs> I'm excited yeah. to watch you, dude. Uh, but before we let you go, we, I do want to talk Bachelor a little bit, man. Right yeah. now, because you're watching this season, right? Yeah. I yeah, yeah. I'm not like all up on this season. Okay. Okay. All, Christy is all up on this season. Let, where, where is Christy? Because <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to see what your final like three or four were right now. She's, uh, I haven't watched this season yet. Okay. I, uh, so I like Paradise. Paradise is fun for me because I think Paradise is more realistic. Like Paradise is like, you know, people are going out. They like you form connections. I think The Bachelor. It's more of a dating time. show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, a dating show, which people. is like you can you can understand that, you know, when they have the game, like fun game aspect to it was like, well, I, I like you more than you. So like, I'm going to give you the rose and hopefully someone comes better for me, but I'll still keep you around. It's like crazy. It's like a weird thing. See, but I wish more people would approach it that way, but they don't, they don't approach it as game. You know, like I wish that that was the, you know, because I think a lot of people, especially the audience is a little different than big brother too, because I think a good example for me was I gave Christina a rose, but it wasn't like at that point I was pursuing Christina. We were friends. I was hoping somebody would right. on the aisle, but I was the asshole, you know, you because were. like, yeah, I yeah, remember man. that. Bro. I watched, yeah, I watched your paradise. I had a rough season. I, had a I rough watched season. your paradise season. You came on. <laughs> And I was like, damn, I was like, they're kind of dog and Blake, but it's like, I mean, like, what do you want them to do? Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Man. I'm very open about it, but yeah. you know, people on the bachelor that watch the bachelor, I'm assuming the majority are like, we want to see you really go for love. Like, and you're exactly. not doing it, Blake. So, and it's bizarre to me that like somebody, these people who watch a show that is like built around casual sex, casual dating, then get yeah. angry. If you're not just all in Owen person. Right. Like right my, my thing is my thing about the bachelor is like, why are you all over people that act a certain type of way? When like the show is all essentially built on the premise of you're cheating on everything. Yeah. And in all honesty, this is what all of us single people are doing. Men and women. We're all yeah. dating. Both. You know, we're all going on dates. Yeah. A week. yeah. And that's why I think it's so funny. I watch it. And I, that's what has made me like kind of loosen up. I used to be like avid, avid bachelor. I would not miss episodes. And now like, <laughs> I'll catch up, I'll binge it, but I never missed it yeah. because I loved it. And then yeah. it got to a point where I was like, does everybody not realize that like, I would never be able to date 25 girls at once hook up with all of them every other night while they know it's happening. And then they still like want me and not call me an asshole. I'd be like, what is going on here? <laughs> not real but life. <laughs> the show it's, it's still, I mean, I, I like it. I get into it now. I almost yeah. like watch it, I guess, because when I was younger, it was, it was fun. But now as I get a little bit older, I watch it and I'm like, man, these people, I, I like see like a 30 year old on there, like going crazy. I'm like, Holy shit. 
I'm like, dude, this season, especially, man, I'm glad you're not watching this season because it's crazy, man. Christy just was going off last night or the other night. She was watching on Monday. I did the live stream. She was on and everybody was asking about The Bachelor. She went off when I continued on the stream and watched it. And she like was like mad about like a bunch of the girls. Yeah, the girl. It was a rough. There's a lot of bullying. This and it's toxic. We'll just say that it's pretty toxic. That's what that's what she said. It was it was a little it was very tough to watch. She was like, I almost wish I could fast forward through. But I don't know. I'll find out. I'll find out when I watch it and then I'll be talking about it on on my. uh, We'll have to do a little recap with you and Christy then maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We always like bringing on other people for the recaps. And also, before you get out of here, I have a couple of things to, to ask because we got We got to give a shout out to Brandon McManus. Oh yeah, my boy B Mac. Obviously, oh, yeah. obviously, you know we're good friends with him. Kicker for the Denver Broncos, probably one of the best kickers in the NFL. Yeah, he's a beast. Just a beast. He's definitely. I mean, he's a beast. Yeah. He had a little rough season this year, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had a rough. If you remember early on his career, all of us were like, it was. Um, I think his first season he did great. His second season he missed a bunch of kicks. Like that's what happens when you get paid. You get that check and <laughs> then you just contract. suck again. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> oh shit. We were like, be back, please don't get cut. Because I feel like in the NFL, if you get cut, yeah, because they brought in another kicker too that year. But then he he bunkered down and now he's yeah. been consistent and he's yeah. a beast and yep. that's what he. He talks about all the time. It's like kickers are for the most part, if you're good, they're more the only consistent thing on a team for a oh, long time. Other You'd like, be 20 outside, years. Yeah. Outside of like quarterbacks. He's like yeah, so you, outside of Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, fucking fucking Venetieri <laughs> played till he was like 50. Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. he was like he was a silver fox yeah, kicking yeah. all the time. So so who is a better kicker in college? You or him? Oh, man. Definitely the thing about it is kicking a football <laughs> is different. But BMAC, I mean, I don't know if he'll tell you it, but he was he would he played soccer when he was young and then he started training to be a kicker. And gotcha. so he he's got the thing I always say about kicking and kickers in the NFL is if you take a person that played soccer and like say I went I, I went D1 and for soccer, if I my like sophomore year switched over and started like practicing kicking for like a year, I think I'd I think I'd smoke every college kicker. <laughs> we just we have to hit soccer balls distance accurately like consistently like i can't just like whip a ball and just clear it i have to hit my player on the run and right then in, so he's moving like you have to have finesse in it but it's a completely different ball so if i don't learn how to kick a football but right now i mean i might blow a hammy i haven't practiced <laughs> I, I haven't stressed a lot but i could go and probably kick a field goal like 40 yards and i haven't kicked a soccer ball a football like that so yeah I'm, all my soccer players in college man they'd come out to the football field and kick a football yeah. i'm like damn i'm like yeah. sign them up you know yeah. like yeah. I, I would say that so I, I if i had somebody tell me in at my senior year you may not believe this but make the transition you'll get a full ride easier mm-hmm. and you have a way better chance of making millions of dollars playing this sport at this position than the sport that you're playing at this position. I mean, maybe at the time I probably wouldn't have, but like, I wish I could go back in time, infiltrate my young self and say, you need to go walk on to go to a school and walk on as a kicker. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, so yeah. I might be a better kicker than him. Don't tell him I, well, <laughs> oh, we're going to tell him we'll tag him in this for sure. <laughs> yeah. We're going to tag him in this. <laughs> <laughs> he was the highest. He had the most points at temple. He does still hold that record. Oh, so I can't cool. really. Yeah. I know that. So would you say you're the goat of BB? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Top I, five? Top uh, five? Maybe, maybe there, maybe there, but I can't say the goat because the, the way that I played this season, I took it from so many of the goats that it's like, I just kind of like, I, and I made it my own, right? Because my personality is different than theirs, but 
I don't know. I, I let I always let other people have that conversation because yeah, like, yeah. I feel like I, what am I going to yeah. call myself the goat? And then everybody yeah, that's go, not. Wow, he's so arrogant. He's <laughs> yeah, so full so Look yeah. at him, right? So, uh, yeah, no, I heard plenty, plenty of athletes do it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, how many times Tom Brady called himself the goat? I haven't heard him. I haven't heard it. LeBron James him. does, but I don't think I don't yeah. think Tom Brady. <laughs> Which. When he done like the video, the Gronk video. Yes, I was just gonna that say shit. that video is yeah. dope. Yeah. I feel like if you have to say it, you're almost like insecure that you're not. Yeah, so like 100%. I don't know. I don't have to say. Yeah, like LeBron. LeBron's the most insecure athlete ever. Is one million percent better than LeBron. But oh, we're not gonna get into that debate because uh, I yeah, we're not gonna get there though. <laughs> oh, and that's a Blake. <laughs> and then uh, will will we possibly see you on the challenge? Because it does seem there's a lot of crossover with Big Brother. There's a lot of crossover. I would have to. And say- And you said your brother. Yeah. Went on the challenge. So he was on the challenge for three, se- two seasons or three seasons. Then um, he's now had a break from it. He hasn't been on to the last two. So I think he was on three, whatever. But he missed the last two. But if the right, it has, it has to align. Like all, the right stuff has to be. It has to be the right time of year. Like summertime into the fall is like not a good time of year for me. And so if there's an opportunity in the off seasons of that, uh, possibly, but you know, I keep my options open again. Yeah. If, if the right thing presents itself at the right time, I'm not going to say no, it would be exactly, awesome, yeah. but it'd be a cool opportunity. I think it'd be fun yeah. too. I think it's fun. Yeah. Show, it's yeah. a blast, but I don't know how, have you talked to people from the challenge? They go through a lot. Their bodies are a mess when they come back. I just recently started watching the challenge again. Like I forgot, like that is a real challenge like no joke they go they go hard those guys and it's it's grueling on the body like you come back a mess i know my brother both times came back he got like the stem cell stuff like where they took like cells and put it into like his ankles his knees and his shoulders like damn yeah they they it's it's grueling on the body and and i'm not young man i'm 30 dude i wake (laughs) up and i limp if i run. oh my goodness you guys are babies (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying like i mean we may we may be babies but like i can't get up and go run a challenge and then expect to walk around for three months hell no man come on come on west fucking fucking west and ct are still on there yeah how those dudes are those guys are like 40s yeah yeah Yeah. and they've been doing it for fucking 10 years yeah ct west west took a long time off though he was gone for a while that is true he did those young years and then yeah but johnny bananas he was on there through everything bananas still going yeah i mean those yeah. guys are animals, ct man. is ct's the goat yeah he's, i mean, I mean he awesome. he's the goat because we like him more but bananas really has the most title so yeah Ooh, there you go That's you got true, challenge yeah. yeah connoisseur here he knows all the challenge <laughs> great you are reality <laughs> yeah. television i, love I, it. I dude i watched the, cha- the only time i stopped watching the challenge when my brother went on don't let what? wes hear this though yeah well I said something on the live feeds about Wes, and uh, he like somebody like tagged him in it. So now he says something to my brother about me every time. <laughs> That's it's funny. I love Wes though. He makes the show fun because he goes on there. He's like, I'm just smarter than all these people, and he says it. And like, you need some, but you need people. You like do that. need that. What's funny is he's been the same person from when he was like, yeah, on his like original seasons twenty years ago. Yeah, same guy. Same, yeah. same, same dialogue. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. Well, awesome, dude. I appreciate you coming on. It's a lot of fun. We'll have to have you on. We were talking about for another recap or something, dude. That'd be a blast. For sure. I'm going to start watching. I'm going to make sure I'm watching now, and then I'm going to hit you guys up and be like, There yeah, you go. Hell yeah, man. And uh, where can people find you on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff? Find me Instagram and Twitch, Cody Calafuri, one word, uh, twitch.tv slash Cody Calafuri, and then Instagram, Cody Calafuri, one word. Awesome. Well, thanks again. That was an awesome pod, man. It's cool. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. 
Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.